Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Mats Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Hey everyone, back to Imperfect Parenting on the Road with Yana Khan. <laughs> it's another update from Yana, and uh, oh, this one hits home uh, because Yana is in Adelaide, and you know, there's some struggles and some realities, and um. She is definitely looking at the positives of the challenges and the things that she's sorting out in this podcast are definitely things that a lot of us are dealing with and looking at regarding do we put our kid in a lot of activities, do we have to do things to teach our kids and do specific activities, or can daily life actually be teaching and working with them and stimulating them and... uh how is it to leave technology behind sometimes and be super present with our own lives and our children's lives and the benefits of that and how precious those moments are and how we make time for things like reading and uh, friends as we can because sometimes we are isolated in ways we don't expect and how we manage that. So today we have the update from Yana and it uh, was done a little bit earlier than today because we have uh, things booked up sometimes. And so we had a small delay in this, but they are still in Adelaide and you're going to hear what's going on. And for all of you traveling or at home, uh, this is a podcast very close to my heart. Hello Ariel. So I'm saying hello again after a while. It's been two months uh, anniversary for us <laughs> being on the road and it requires a bit of um, reviewing what you know, are we up to, what, where are we heading and it's still in sort of no one knows land. I can't talk too loud as I'm in a caravan. It's midnight and it's the super moon night. It's quite bright outside. It's windy. We are uh, in a caravan park, so we're not in the middle of nature enjoying the moon um, as much as um, we would probably like to because it shines beautifully. But anyway. We are in Adelaide, in a caravan park, uh, just myself and Tom, as Michael is away for work. This is our first week alone with Tom, and so far <laughs> we're doing quite well because we haven't really left the campsite, because um, Tom has things to do here. We bought him um, a bike, so he's there with his training wheels on and enjoying the flat uh, sort of road here 
in the park so he can sort of ride around uncontrollably and I was happy to for this day around and do the, all the washing and a bit of a cleaning and enjoying running water and hot showers, very long hot showers <laughs> that I can have here, great. So really so far within the last four days we only went to do shopping once and that was it. And my plans before was my plan was to go to the city center and go to the museum and <laughs> at the end we're just here probably tomorrow we're gonna go to the city but it's just with a child especially I realized that I, I don't really feel comfortable in crowded places because the only thing I'm focusing on is to just make sure that he's not running somewhere in the middle of the crowd and I can't find him and it's just too much pressure always to say, oh, you know, stay here, don't go there, Tom, Tom. And I, instead of that, I'd rather stay here. And we're kicking the ball. Tom is on his bike. Then he's always happy to play with someone else if there was another child. And then he's talking to our neighbor here, a girl in her, I don't know, 20s, 30s. And it's just anyone rather than me uh, so he's happy to spend time with someone else I think he can be quite bored um, with me only and I realize that I don't really create any special games or do something outside of the normal things and even though it can be that simple as yesterday we were here Tom was playing with the water and then I was talking to the girl about their travels and then because she is on her own as well her partner works two weeks on two weeks off but they're traveling so um he's flying away similar to what michael is doing he's flying away as well so she's on her own for two weeks and then they're together they don't have kids yet but uh yeah so we have some similar things going on and but anyway thomas playing with the water then he was a bit bored and one wanted our attention and she's like oh we just give him a target so she gave him a bucket for him to just kind of target the water into the bucket and that kept kept him occupied for another I don't know half an hour it's like such a simple thing and just realize how I, I'm not really creative I just let him do things what he's finding on his own rather than creating few little extras that can be very helpful um, although saying that Tom was doing some arts and crafts I'm happy for him to play with the painting or whatever I always make sure that it's nowhere else but on this like a big sheet that I have for him so he can play on that but then the advantage here that there is running water so we can take off the colors the paints because otherwise um, I can't really do it when there is no not enough water because to wash wash off those things it's a bit hard but anyway um i'm not sure if my talking will be something from a to b because it might be <laughs> um, jumping from one thing to another but uh what i started talking about well first week alone but i don't feel like i've done much really rather than tidying up the van which actually made me happy as well and to be in one place 
I didn't care either because we were moving quite a lot for the last two months and we realized that it, it is quite tiring at times when you don't spend more than two days in one place and sort of packing up even though you have a caravan you still need to pack up and pick up and go so it always takes us at least like two hours in the morning with breakfast when we get up breakfast and then picking up things around here connect the van to the car and then go so we're just not able to do it under two hours uh, sometimes we feel we're quite slow at <laughs> doing things and moving to different places but anyway um yeah I, I made some notes but I don't know if they're they're not really um, helpful anyway uh, still I'm thinking what what are we really up to the traveling is, is a great thing but when it comes down to socializing it is a bit of a lonely journey even though you meet other people who are traveling as well but of course it starts with those small talks that I think after a while you get bored of saying all the same things all over again where are you going where we've been before blah blah of course when I start talking oh you know and where's the accent from da 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 same story oh well it was the same like it's always the same everywhere uh, we go because of course we have accent and people are trying to um, sort of talk about it which I understand I would be exactly the same but um, yeah Michael being away um, because I have Tom here so I was quite busy he doesn't really stay still and he wants to do things so I'm, I'm definitely not bored and I don't have too much time to think about things to be honest and then he goes to bed around 10 p.m. which is very late and today he didn't have his sleep during the day and he still went to bed after nine o'clock so there is not too much time for me to just sit down and sing and read a book or maybe it's all about me being able to really sit down, read a book and Tom will be just doing his thing and maybe he'll let me read the book because I've never really done it. And um, I talked about this with a friend of mine and her friend, two kids, small kids, but she manages to really sit down with the book and the kids, they just let her do it. And I think sometimes we don't really that things are possible because you know there's a child and they need attention data now like if we really want to read a book we sit down and read a book they'll occupy themselves they just find different fun I guess but yeah uh, I probably don't enjoy reading a book if I'm interrupted at times and I just yeah I'd rather not do that <laughs> Um, but I enjoy the time right now. The night time is great for me. And when Michael is not here, I can actually do the recording at least. Um, because I don't like to talk in front of him. And Tom is asleep now and he won't wake up. So that's fine. But it's after midnight. Uh, I have a glass of wine. 
<laughs> which I really felt like I needed today. And so just sitting here talking is quite relaxing, actually. Uh, otherwise, the recordings, I was when Michael is around, I'm normally in the car, sitting there in the dark, <laughs> talking to myself. Mm, but lately, it was sometimes even hard to go into the car. It just didn't feel really comfortable leaving the van, going to the car. Sometimes it's a bit cold already, and I just, yeah, I, it has to be a good mood for it. But, yeah, being on the road, besides really missing your family when you're overseas, living overseas, this adds missing all your friends. Um, that is your family when you're living overseas. You create, of course, you have those friendships and it's like substitution for the family that you don't have here. So now we don't have the family here and we don't have the friends which is quite hard for me at least there is a phone so i can call my friends and i'm in touch with um, like three of my girlfriends and i can chat to them about anything but of course it's always not the same as you can do it face to face but at least well, thanks to the phones um i can unload some things that i you know sometimes there are things that you don't want to really share with your partner not that well now I'm talking to you and you know he can hear it later on perhaps or I don't care but it's just um there are things that are easier to talk about with your girlfriend especially when they're in the same sort of situation with the child same similar age and I think for women it's a bit different uh, than for men when you have the child of course both parents' roles changed when the child is born, but I think women are still on different scale there because it's just different. We don't have to talk about that. It's different. Um, and it's back at work. Um, they can go back to work full time most of the time. I know that you know there are different arrangements for for different families, but still, most of the time, they just go back to work full time. I can see it with Michael now. He is around, of course, a lot. Even when we lived in Sydney, he was doing a lot of things with Tom when he was off. But still, he can go away to work and just talk with different people and see something different. Just, yeah, get away. Which I can't, of course, because I'm not going to work. Especially now, 24-7 together uh, is another level. Um, but I actually thought it would be harder to be together all the time, but because we're moving from one place to another, we don't really have too much time to, <laughs> um, annoy each other, even though there are, of course, some tense times and I think we need to talk about things and we know exactly, um, when there is time that we need to sit down and talk. But it's not as bad as I thought. Uh, I'm thinking about the positives being away. Like that is that you really need to start focusing on different things. Or you actually start focusing on things. 
<laughs> it's funny, but when we lived in Sydney, I was, even those times when Michael was away, I was alone with Tom, but I was still catching up with my friends. And of course, that's what you do. But because I don't have that option here, I need to do a bit different things. And I realized that I play with Tom a bit more. Um, I'm more engaged in his games. And um, it's also because there are no other kids around. So he really wants that attention. But sometimes I enjoy it. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> um good thing is that kids really keep you present you really need to pay attention to what they're doing and there's nothing around so you just do what's happening in that moment and then you realize that how great it is because you just enjoy that moment rather than thinking about a million other things when you surrounded by your friends or a lot of people or the energy is just different. Um, us being here in the caravan park, a bit further from the city, it's really nice. There's great national park close by, so it is really in the nature. But you, within half an hour, you can be in the city center of Adelaide, and I don't really have <laughs> the desire to go there now because I realize how sort of uncomfortable it makes me feel when I'm in crowded places and I I was never like that because we lived in Prague crowded and I always enjoyed it then Sydney same until um, Tom was born and then I wasn't going to the city center as much and then when I went I realized how busy it is even how noisy it is and those are the things when you do them on a regular basis you don't really notice them you only notice them once you leave and now I feel how you need to get connected with yourself and with different things much more you sort of forced to do that a bit more and also you're not in a hurry so you enjoy things in a bit different pace and those are definitely the positives and also uh, not being able to use internet all the time <laughs> even though it can be frustrating you want to put something on social media just the thing that you you know thought um, to put there in the evening and there is no connection um, and quite often that's the case especially with my provider because I have some cheaper company and uh, it's just the connection is not really good and now Michael is not here he has better connection because he's going really to remote areas so he has a different provider <laughs> but I can't really use internet here now um, too much uh, so I realized that's a good thing too although frustrating when you really need to find things on the internet because you really rely on those information there and you can't so that's frustrating but otherwise that's good you really I just realized how different our life was before internet I'm still that generation who didn't have internet <laughs> um, till I was like 20 almost there was not really a regular internet connection for me and I just don't think we were missing out on anything so this is sort of 
coming back to the roots where you uh, need to work a bit differently with the way you collect information because um, you might rely on different information um, source rather than internet only um, but yeah so pos I, I think that's a positive thing definitely we also have I have a calendar where I put where we sleep every night like there is a place where it's um, it's written where we slept and also the highlight of the day for all of us or every one of us depends what it is if we had one highlight or different highlights so now three days in a row Tom's highlight is riding a bike um, my highlight today was tidying up the van um, yesterday or the day before yesterday was it um, I dragged Tom up the hill here it's a very steep hill um, but beautiful view from there and I wanted to see the sunset there but Tom did, <laughs> didn't make it all the way up to the hill he, he didn't want to go but at least we made it like two-thirds of the hill so I felt proud uh, that I pushed him <laughs> that far as well um, as seeing the beautiful view from there but it's important to really uh, finish the day on a positive note and it makes a big difference when you think about your day and then write down the highlight um, it makes you appreciate the day when you try to find something positive in your day even though it doesn't have to be that you're traveling the world but for me today really my highlight was starting up the van uh, and it makes you happy because I haven't done it for a while and there's something sitting in my head that I knew and uh, looking at things and like I need to get this done and when you do that it's really refreshing it's like oh okay it's done and you feel better so it can be simple things like that because they they, do, they don't have to be simple all the time um, and then of course there are a lot of um, I don't want to say minuses, but downsides of like traveling this way, as I mentioned, missing your friends, family, depends what kind of person you are, but that's something that it's still uh, going through my head every single day and thinking about where we're actually heading, where we're going to be in a year time, because we don't have a plan, but I think it would be rather good to have some kind of plan so you know where you're heading, really, because if there is no goal what you want to achieve or what you want to reach um, I can't function too well in a long term so that's something we need to really work out because um, it's quite important so that makes me feel a bit uneasy when we when I think about um, our time and middle age crisis is here full-on uh, at times, like last week, I was really losing it because thinking, oh my god, i got to be 40, we have nowhere to live. And then, of course, when you're a bit down, you put all those negative things together. So it's like you have no place to live, um, we don't have enough savings, and what are we going to do? You know, you're 40 and da-da-da, and you're thinking about all of your friends who have those um, mortgages and they have houses and cars and I don't know what and then thinking oh, stop it because everyone has different needs and also 
having a mortgage doesn't mean it's like a you're winning the lottery because it's a huge debt that you have and you need to of course be working to be able to pay it off so of course there are you know millions of things that you can um sort of think about and oh <laughs> just, um tom is waking up but hopefully he'll go back to sleep and won't won't interrupt me because i've been talking for a very long time now so to wrap up the whole two months review um uh, it's great being on your own um to really find out what you're aiming for and after two months i have no clue whatsoever <laughs> because i think two months is a very short time to find it out but at least we're getting there uh finding our way and exploring the nature this beautiful country and i think the challenges the big ones will probably come once we've really hit the um, areas very remote ones uh, at the times when we will be in the car for many hours during the day <laughs> because there will be uh, very long trips ahead of us where we need to be just driving driving because it will be in the middle of nowhere and having toddler in the car that will be interesting so uh, in about two weeks we need to decide whether we're going uh, up north to Darwin which means like crossing middle of Australia or if we're going to the west which still means crossing a very long stretch um, that you know we just need to drive through to get to um, the west part of Australia so that would be interesting which way we're gonna go we don't know yet uh, yeah and that's probably all today I think that's uh, way too much of um, time that I spent talking here so hopefully you'll get something out of this <laughs> and fingers crossed with whatever you're doing uh, as you know everyone has their story and every single one of my friends have different issues that they're dealing with no matter what where you are what you do everyone has their own things that they need to deal with and we always feel that's a very important thing that we need to resolve or uh, sometimes it seems like it's the end of the world but it will pass that's the main thing it will be over at some point might be painful but then it will be over so it's just important to learn how to go through that process and then like the knowing that it will be over at some stage so we need to find the steps how we gonna survive uh, or solve the things as we go uh, without getting totally crazy so I think that's us as well to sort of do things one step at a time where we're heading and then finding out what the future will look like perhaps. 
So have a good night. I'll finish my wine and I'll go to bed because it's very late. <laughs> Speak to you later and take care. So what do you think? I mean, we're kind of in a weird mood, so it's uh, yeah, I think it's tricky. That, but that, but I was really touched by yeah, it. Yeah, I I understand that was very emotional. I understand uh, that it that it talked a lot to you and that you yeah, are I in, cried. That you are in every a time sim- I listened to it. Yeah, you cried. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it would only happen the first time, but then it happened again. Yeah, what did you cry most about? I don't know. It just it. I felt like it just sort of released something. I felt understood. I felt like, well, one, yeah, I just felt like a, she's a traveling mom, Yana. This is about, you know, Hans in the van. They're traveling and, and um, you know, you're away from your community. But really, it can speak to any expat who doesn't feel their community because expats often are moving, you know, like she's moving every two or three days. Expats move every two or three years, but there's still sort of like this, missing piece mm-hmm. but even if you're not an expat or traveling I think I know that we're not the only ones feeling this I think that um, being mother to a toddler or young younger child who's not in school and also not it's in general just about not having a, a massive support system so I think anybody who doesn't live near their parents or whose parents are not into being a part of the support system or a community that's sort of sort of loosey-goosey where it's just like, yeah, hey, I'll take care of your kid today. And if you don't have that sort of easy support, mm. I mean, we, we pay for support and we have lovely supporters, uh, but it's not necessarily, it isn't necessarily every week, every single month, every, you know, it, it varies sometimes. And even then, it's it's really different than have something that, um, that flows in the way that family or a... Uh, community is and we have community but everybody's sort of spread out it's a big enough city that people are spread uh, I, out I and we're one, also busy one thing that, uh, so I, I felt it really like yeah I feel locked into our neighborhood sometimes yeah. it's the same like when we travel I learned after the first time that we traveled with Ella I was like yeah it's important where we stay you know this thing that you could do in the past when you were single or a couple and you'd be like yeah let's stay you know and 40 minutes out of the center and just take a metro in or whatever every every day and yeah it's fine we'll save all this money lot yeah no that's not even an option you still have to look for an affordable place you know but at the same time what i realize is there needs to be a playground close by there needs to be food close by there needs to be a grocery store next 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 to it or close enough to it there needs to be walkable sidewalks, you know, or whatever. There have to be certain things in the immediate neighborhood when you're traveling. And that's why I think it's great that Yana found this, you know, area where she was staying when she uh, recorded this with us that uh, had a lot of, you know, it had running water and a little play area or area where he could kind of cruise around and uh, that she didn't need to go that far, that you could kind of create activities and just daily life was enough, just keeping up with basics. And I feel that way sometimes too, just keeping up with the basics of life, you know, keeping the house clean with you or on my own and getting groceries, you know, cooking food, you know, how are you going to classes and doing activities? Did you do this? Did you go to all the museums or whatever it is, whether it's at home or you're moving around? (sighs) 
great people. I don't know who you are, but it's not possible for me to do that every week, every mm -hmm. day. So I, I listened to her and I just felt like I could exhale because I watch people who, you know, are doing a million things and they're still working. And I did work for quite a long time and did some other things, but not in the same way. But people who are just full on doing things and seem to be always, oh, look at all these things we're doing. And then you feel like, shit, am I that big of a loser of a parent? Or am I that tired? I was tired when I was a nanny in, in my 20s. So I don't expect that I should have more energy now at nearly 50. But at the same time, there's there's that pressure around. We always talk about it, but it's true. Even when I say, I know what, I know what we're doing is the right thing for our family, it niggles in a little bit and kind of pokes at me sometimes. And so it's sort of nice. It was really nice to hear that. Uh, reminder from Yana about that piece and you know. I, I love that here she's on the other side of the world and doing this amazing trip and she's getting the biggest pleasure from from tidying up in her van I think that yeah was, that was great <laughs> that was the highlight of my day was yeah. tidying van and I totally get that because yeah, when you totally get clean too, yeah. you know I often you know we're both often doing that you know when we have a sitter it's like okay wow we can clean the house without somebody being behind us destroying it and whatever having fun but, but also but, she uh, said this about the people are so busy i think one thing you realize when you take when you, you're a little bit outside the society so uh, which i've been kind of in the last year as well and what she they are when they're traveling is that you realize that people are really busy in yeah. in, the, in their lives so, and sometimes you could take things personally because people don't have the time but people are it doesn't matter what what, what people are which kind of social level people are or how successful they are they they are really busy and people are having their problems doesn't matter yeah they're always chasing f after something else uh, well i i liked <laughs> i liked the the chasing of the reading of the book yeah because i remember having this conversation with moms before i was a mom and they'd say if i can just even read a couple of pages of my book then i feel like oh I did something today. And, but I think that whole conversation that Yana was having about that, I think that uh, sometimes we just need to push ourselves past what we think is possible because I do think that kids will acclimate. I think it's... Sometimes you get caught between the things that need to be done and the things that want to be done. Mm -hmm. And uh, as parents, we are ultimately responsible for what we're showing our kids for their own future so I guess what I'm trying to say with the reading thing is I think ultimately I agree that we need to just read you know I started doing that with Ella you know I was reading this yoga book and now she actually likes it for sleeping sometimes she'll say mommy mommy's book now and I'm reading about some really kind of strange ideas or or unusual ideas but I think she just likes the sound of the voice and so there are ways I think in order to be able to read our books and then also show them that reading is an important part of our lives you you have reading as a very core part of your family history and life you know with your sister and your dad and your mom yeah. and but I read so, less now I know uh, real, you read less now but books. part of that is yeah. because you want to read books on an iPad rather yeah. than on in exactly. a book, book form and then Ella told me the other day when I tried uh, Stop working on your phone, Dad. And I was trying to read. 
I know. Well, we have a million books, so we also could pick up yeah, a book. I but I think there's something about paper and you know printed and form that is is uh, creates a different kind of relaxation than reading on our phones yeah. and our iPad. I Probably. think it has a completely, absolutely different yeah. feeling and reaction inside the body, and so I think it can be amazing. But ultimately, the the thing that made me smile when Yana was talking was about that presence of not always having the internet and how we, on one hand, it's frustrating because we're all locked into, I'll just Google that or whatever, you know, the quick information and how to manage things. But she doesn't always have connection. She can be out in the middle of the boondocks in, uh, yeah. in Australia. She's in Adelaide now. And uh, <laughs> not have any connection. On one hand, it's great because she's fully present with Tom. Little Tom gets her more. They get to be engaged. And there are many days when I we come back to this, we've talked about it before, like that we have to just put down our phones. This morning, I told myself, it's, you know, Ella's birthday. I am not going to pick up the phone. I want to be present with her from the moment that she wakes up and try not to be on my phone unless she's out playing or whatever. And uh, so I think that's it really benefits our families and our relationships when we can be more present. I think it's just, it's hard to unhook from mm. that. And so I I was happy she found a positive inside of the disconnection. Yeah. And I'm, I think as far as the Googling thing, then it just means that you have to, we have to interact with people more. Mm. In the old days, if you didn't know where something was, you, know, you were saying the other day, what did we do before we had, you know, you know, with Google Maps, we were trying to find something when we were... Yeah, cruising worked, around it, it and the, the truth somewhere. is well how did it work out I can say for myself hi nice to meet you in whatever yeah. language wherever I am you know you have to be able to say where is this and please and thank you and the rest you can figure out and you interacted with people you might have to do it several times along the way to make sure you're getting the right direction depending on what country you're in you know but uh, it created an experience rather than us continuing to be in our bubbles. So yeah. <laughs> I see the smile. She made me laugh with her middle life crisis. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? She, she's just a kid. <laughs> she's not. She's going to be 40 this year, yeah, but we're going to be 50, but whatever. Or you are 50. I'm 50. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Yeah. Um, that uh, We all go through that. That That's just faces. It's all relative age. Yeah, it's, it's about your feeling. Yeah. I mean... We, we see that just from Ella as well, right? You know, there's people say, oh, that's going to happen at four. And we're like, yeah, it's happening now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not four. And so other things it's... are not happening that should happen. Oh, are you saying my least favorite S word? The should? Yeah. I know that. I like that. Yeah. What, what is your should? No, the, the, the potty training. Oh, yeah, but she's excelling in a lot of other areas. And we've... Yeah. We, our, our lives are kind of up in the air right now. Yeah, they so are. I'm I'm choosing, you know, her, you know, weaning more, meaning that she's not like running to me and wanting to breastfeed in the middle of a when she falls down or something. That's more important to me at the moment, and getting her in her own bed, and she is using the toilet. She just uses it when she wants to. She doesn't want to feel pushed. No, nothing. In anything, exactly. In anything, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so getting back to things the, the main point is just that uh, wherever we are our support systems are important finding a way to be 
uh, go with the flow with the, the things that we don't have instead of looking at what we don't have, you know, turning it around and realizing what you've got, like no internet, but wow, I'm really present in for myself and my own family and how we can create those moments or just adjust our minds to whatever's happening to us to really not get sucked down by it. At the same time, you know, it is tricky when you don't have friends and family around to bounce things off of face to face because that energetic thing of being next to somebody and being present for them versus just Skyping somebody or having a chat over our phones, which is easier because you can do it even when your kids are asleep or whatnot or you're on a tram or whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, it's essential for feeling connected, but it's not, it's not the same. So we have to find a way to somehow create that which we need. Mm -hmm. And otherwise, right about this time, the direction that they were deciding regarding Darwin or West Australia, it is looking like West Australia because the idea of Darwin and the gas and being in the middle of nowhere and whatnot just didn't seem super super ideal yeah i had toddler, to, i had so. to look uh, at a map where adelaide is which okay. i just did now <laughs> and uh i is it the 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 central way where it's going through alice springs then or something like that and the the west road you're going to perth is that perth yeah. is more west yeah exactly. I, I would have i would do the coastline but i don't know how much of a coastline it is are you, are you driving along the coastline there or is it like kilometers in or well I, have I, you been there I, I haven't been that far west no uh -huh. i stayed mostly on the east coast um yeah that was my main yeah. area it was just what fit <laughs> how much time i had a couple of months it's pretty cool to look on a map even absolutely yeah. and you can also go on instagram and check out where they are and they've yeah, got i'll do that it's yeah. there's a little uh, uh you can see along the way where they are headed there yeah. it's beautiful beautiful areas and i hope we can go there with our family and i hope all of you can get a chance to google earth or pop on and see what gorgeous things they were they're yeah. looking at they were they were at the beach i think not too long ago actually so everyone just remember no matter where you are whether you're on the move or you're at home you're not alone there are other people out there who are struggling like you and we all just find our own ways to capture the things that are important for us like reading or playing games or eating food that we love and enjoying the simple things and not always having to have activities that are all arranged and in classes and whatnot that daily life can be enough and that we need to allow ourselves to just have uh, life teach our children and being present is an amazing gift to give ourselves and our families. So we wish you all a beautifully imperfect week and see you soon. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our Imperfect Podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page 
or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.